and gentlemen it's seven o'clock on a saturday night and as usual that means it's time for the other podcast i'm your host robert stacy mccain and i'm not hello folks happy new year john hogue the other guy on the other podcast here and live and direct from exotic valdosta georgia hi diana hello hello well how was your uh christmas holiday (laughs) Uh, busy in, uh, working ways, but otherwise lovely. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, folks, you can find my good friend, John Hoag's, uh, blogging at hoagwash.com. Stacy's scribblings can be found uh, all around the interweb at, you know, <laughs> at, at fine spots, but most likely you'll find it at the other McCain.com. Yes. And, uh, and, uh, by the way, um, Police in Valdosta, speaking of the lovely town of Valdosta, Georgia, police are investigating a Tuesday shooting that left two people injured. Yep. At, at 1.49 p.m., police headed for the 1700 block of Williams Street after receiving 911 calls about gunshots. Dispatchers <laughs> were told that one subject who had been shot, had been taken to the hospital. Another person was in a yard in the 1800 block of Slater Street. Uh Police found a 16-year-old boy in the Slater Street yard with a gunshot wound, Mm -hmm. uh, performed first aid until EMTs arrived and took the boy to the South Georgia Medical Center. At the Mm -hmm. hospital... Police found an 18-year-old man with a gunshot wound. Witnesses told police the victims were near an occupied building and sitting in the roadway in the uh, 200 block of East Alden Avenue when they heard the gunshots and saw the two victims running south on Williams Street. The vehicle left the area. So anyways, I don't... don't, I, I have no idea what was uh, what was going on there. But, Neither uh, does anyone else at this point. Um, I have to tell you that nobody uh, that this is one of those very confused situations, and Valdosta has just been having a bad few weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I see that they're having tours to fund the restoration of the Roberts House. Is that over in your neighborhood? It is. The Roberts House is a great, great old house. And all I can tell you is that if you're down here in this area, go and do the tour. It's it's worth doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, yeah, you, you live in a historical house, but it wasn't I do considered... Indeed. 
uh, charitable uh, to fix your house up. I think you're getting ripped off there. You know, the whole thing is that um, I would love, absolutely adore having people come and tour this house, uh, provided that they're willing to wear period costume and do period work. Uh, period work. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> speaking of period, yeah, we took two weeks off for the holidays, and, and that's unusual. But, uh, but, 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 you know, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve uh, lining up. You, they, 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 you didn't want it. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's not a good time to do it. But uh, uh, while we were away, they there were several football scores uh, uh, that got uh, that we missed. For instance, uh, um, number two ranked Michigan, right, <laughs> screwed around and got beat fifty one to forty five by TCU. <laughs> in the uh, semifinals of the national championship tournament. So TCU advanced to play number one, Georgia, which squeaked out a win uh, against the Ohio State Buckeyes. So the uh, championship, which was played on uh, Monday night, um, will be between Georgia and TCU. And uh, mm. I hope... Uh, uh, the Bulldogs are wide awake because that TCU squad caught Michigan napping. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, uh, my uh, Alabama Crimson Tide, of course, uh, uh, stopped Kansas State 45-20. to 20. Iowa mm. beat Kentucky. Anyways, but that, that those were the football games you missed while we were away. Um, uh, well, yeah, and then there was the Monday, uh, the game this past Monday that didn't uh, quite get finished. Ah, uh, yes, yes, the professional football game, uh, <laughs> and it had been. And by the way, this ever since the start of the season, people had been looking forward to this. The defending AFC conference champions, the uh, um, Cincinnati <sighs> Bengals, were hosting. The highly touted, and, and uh, I mean, they may be uh, on their way to the Super Bowl, um, uh, the uh, Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen, their very exciting quarterback. Well, anyways, uh, Cincinnati was leading 7-3 uh, to three with about six minutes to go in the first quarter um, when Bills safety DeMar Hamlin, Hamlin uh, made a tackle on, um, um, oh, I'm trying to get uh, Hig Higgins. Uh, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying to get the, the name of the, uh, uh, what is his name? Hang on a second here. T he was, Higgins. Yeah, I think it's T Higgins. Did I get that right? Higgins. Well, anyways, but he made a tackle and, he, and uh, it was so hard hit. And he stood up. And then about three seconds later, just keeled over backwards. Yeah. And uh, they got the, uh, you know, they got the medics on the field. They brought out yes. the ambulance. He was, they performed uh, CPR on this guy on the field for right like there. 10 or, yeah, yeah, for 10 or 15 minutes. And, oh. uh, and everyone was just stunned. We had never uh, uh, seen anything like this, uh, in our, you know, in, in football and, mm. and, uh, 
being that this is the social media age, it was uh, immediately decided with DeMar Hamlin's life at stake that they would not complete this game. Uh, uh, yeah, was, well, how could you ask, I'm sorry, but how do you ask people to uh, pretend that didn't happen and go on with the game? Well, you, you know, tell me. I, I mean, I have seen some serious injuries. Joe Theismann, yeah. uh, Ooh, yeah. that, that especially comes to mind. But there was another uh, Redskins quarterback, and they were still mm -hmm. the Redskins then. Mm -hmm. But uh, there was another Redskins uh, uh, quarterback who got his leg broken mm -hmm. uh, uh, on the field. And, and uh, some serious injuries uh, yeah, over the years. I mean, you know. But not – but. But not the sort of this sort of level. Yeah, yeah. It it shocked a lot of people, and I I have mm. to say, as almost as soon as it happened, uh, mm. a lot of people, uh, a lot of people were suspecting that this might be uh, uh, vaccine related. Um, you know, and and we have heard nothing to confirm that, but uh, uh, but suddenly uh, uh, on Twitter. Uh, every liberal was running out, look at these Republicans, you know, calling out, you know, vaccine conspiracy theory, anti-vaxxer, blah, blah, blah. Hey, folks, mm -hmm. I got to tell you, it ain't just Republicans who are skeptical about this vaccine. I mean, uh, yep. the, the number of, uh, um, the number of deaths, uh, uh, attributed to this vaccine uh, uh, continues to grow. And it, it, I mean, it's a confirmed fact uh, that uh, uh, cardio, what is it called? Myocarditis. Yeah. Yeah. Myocarditis. It, yeah. It's a basically inflammation of the heart muscle. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, it's one side effect and we don't know, but we do not know. We're seeing uh, excess deaths that we can't explain, which seems concerning yeah, yeah i mean but but you okay you know this is the, the 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 principle of statistics that you know coincidence is not causation necessarily oh. and, and, and i mean but that's it, correlation is not causation but coincidence is, yeah okay yeah well coincidence and cor uh, uh correlation either way but the the point is is that you know uh the the point is is that you know uh, until you can show that one is causing the other, mm. and, you know, through actual uh, science, you're, it's speculation. Now, when but on the other hand, you know, uh, the, there's a thing in Ecclesiastes about the battle not always being to the strong uh, and the race to the swift, but as Damon Runyon pointed out, it's the way to bed. That's the way. Yeah. To well, the 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 thing about it is the 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 thing about it is is that what bothered me about it um, was you know I mean okay it's distasteful okay <laughs> you know to to uh, uh, say well here this proves our case well we don't know anything okay no, we that's don't. step one uh, and it could be anything. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, but at, on the other hand, the, uh, the su suppression of free speech always bothers me. Okay. Yep. Uh, you know, if it's like, uh, thank God, uh, um, Elon He's Musk bought Twitter. So they're not banning people from Twitter for asking questions and, and pointing out that there have been several 
suspicious deaths of uh, young, healthy athletes. And so, so, so what happened? But it was very fortunate in this case. I mean, whatever caused this, it's very fortunate uh, that it happened during the game right? Mm. So that there was a medical crew on hand and that they uh, were able to save him. So right now... I'm a little bit surprised that it took took them so long to get him in in an ambulance and off the field. They had to get a heartbeat and a sustained heartbeat before they moved him. That's the rule. Yeah, Um, I I did EMT training and that's the rule. I know, but I mean, that's what's surprising me is, is that, you know, normally... It has uh, to sustain. Yeah, but normally, if you're going to get one, you're going to get it uh, uh, sooner than this. So something mm. seriously neurologically was wrong here. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's really hard to say. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we we don't know. Uh, you know, we don't know. I mean, the way it happened and watching it happen, and I guess people have w- replayed this video so many times. Oh. Uh, but he stood up. Three was, seconds and then he fell seemed over to be backwards. grinning and happy. And then, boom. Yeah, yeah. it and, just and hit so, him suddenly. And, uh, yeah. which, is the, which is the reason to suspect that it would be something neurological because something shut off hard and it took, it took a while to get going again. But anyway, the point is, he's getting better and we can be <sighs> thankful God. for that. Yeah. So, uh, the, the, at the top of my blog, the other McCain right now, football, good news and bad news. And the good news mm-hmm. is, Damar Hamlin is alive and improving. Yay. Uh, uh, on Friday, he was able to uh, speak with his teammates on a Zoom call. Uh, he told them, love you boys, made a heart with his hand, gave them a thumbs up, and even flexed, you know, apparently his arms, you know. And uh, this was during the Bills team meeting, and the Bills players reacted by standing up, clapping, and yelling in excitement. And, and they were just so happy uh, that uh, it appears uh, right now, we don't know, uh, that he's uh, making a uh, full recovery. And, and I'm shocked uh, uh, because I swear I thought he was dead. I mean, yeah. as, as, as the way the people on the set at Monday Night Football uh, were doing it, you thought, oh, my God, he's not going to make it, you know, but uh, uh, apparently is. And, and, <laughs> And the last time I saw one, someone go down like that, he was dead right there. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> well, anyways, but that's the good news. The bad news is, is that my New England Patriots <laughs> have to play the Bills on Sunday, and the Bills are going to be uh, fired up. <laughs> uh, and the Patriots at 8-8 eight and eight are... Um, in a probably facing a must-win situation on Sunday mm-hmm. because, and it goes this way, okay, for us for the the Patriots to get in without beating the Bills, okay, tonight the Jacksonville Jaguars have to beat the Tennessee Titans. They're, I, they're six and a half point favorites. Yeah, yeah. This so could they're favorites. The Jets have to beat the Miami Dolphins tomorrow. And I, mm-hmm. I, I think that's likely. The The Dolphins are on a losing streak. The, you know, I, I, I think the Jets are at home. So if the Jets can beat the Dolphins, that's okay. The one, the long shot, 
Cleveland Browns. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns have to beat the Pittsburgh. Oh, stop laughing. The Cleveland Browns have to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers at Pittsburgh. I repeat. Pittsburgh. You're laughing. It breaks my heart. But but otherwise, somehow the Patriots are going to have to find a way to beat the Bills, and they haven't beat them in so long. Uh, I mean, I mean the the you know earlier this year, uh, the the Patriots actually played the Bills a good game. They uh, did, yes. So so it's possible that uh, they may be able to do it. But meanwhile. At Scientific American, uh, they published an article on Friday by uh, Tracy Canada. Okay, the headline is, Damar Hamlin's Collapse Highlights the Violence Black Men Experience in Football. Excuse me? Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. The terrifyingly ordinary nature of football's violence disproportionately affects black men. That's the headline. Huh? And, and, and the point is, is, oh, how about this? Let's make an all-white league. Okay, we, we'll just ban black men from playing football. Okay? Lest anything bad happen to them. <laughs> you know, white people, I'm sorry, I, I'm going to give you a little history here. White people invented football, and it was not until, I think, the 1940s. Uh, Jim Brown, was it? I, I forget who it was. The first black player in the NFL. I think, actually, the NFL had black players before Major League Baseball, but I'm not sure. Uh, but, I mean, uh, you know, Right now, I think uh, uh, the starters, about 70% of, of, of uh, uh, starting players in the NFL are black. So it's, yes, it's disproportionately. But, uh, you know, white people are playing out there every game, okay? And, and you know, and the idea that, that somehow it's, it's a and, – and this was going back to this Colin Kaepernick thing man oh, and they please. were talking about oh the nfl is a plantation uh, that exploits black men and i'm like are you effing kidding me if you get drafted by an nfl team i mean even if you're in like the seventh round you get a four-year contract worth three million dollars Okay, I mean, I mean, you know, that's that's the the lower end of the draft. I mean, uh, the first round picks are all making three, four million dollars a year uh, for their rookie contract. And if you uh, make it through that rookie contract to free agency, if you're good, uh, oh, my goodness, the money they throw at, at these players. Well, yeah. But on the other hand. It was Scientific American, and I'm so old, I remember when that, that magazine actually contained science. Yeah, mm. the author of the article is an assistant professor of cultural anthropology at oh. Duke University. And by the way, after... Uh, I'm also uh, so old that I remember when something about cultural anthropology would have been in National Geographic instead of Scientific yes. American. Yeah, well, yes. anyways, anyways... Um, after uh, controversy erupted over what I've 
dumbest article ever written about football. After the blowback developed, she locked her Twitter account. So, uh, <laughs> as you can expect. But anyways, but uh, we're all happy that Damar Hamlin is better uh, and mm-hmm. hopefully soon will once again be exploited by the man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, by the way, on Sunday, uh, it's believed that Sunday will be uh, the last game for two of the veteran uh, players on the uh, New England Patriots. Uh, uh, Devin McCourty, our uh, 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 free safety, and um, what's his Slater? Slater. Oh, oh my goodness. Anyways, but Slater, the one of the special teams, and uh, and and so it's going to be pretty emotional. Uh, you know, let's hope somehow that they can upset the Buffalo Bills. Well, we've wasted twenty minutes on football now. Yeah, we have. We, it's not that's a twenty waste. whole minutes. Well, I'm sorry, Demar. What's his nose's uh, collapse uh, is a serious matter. Yeah. Yes, and speaking of. Uh, uh, Serious matters. Um, yeah. yeah, we do have one obituary to do. Thankfully, it's not two. Um, uh, on my birthday, New Year's Eve, uh, Joseph Aloysius Ratner, who most people will remember as uh, Benedict the Sixteenth, yes, yes, died. Um, and while I'm not a Catholic, uh, and I disagree with a lot of his theology, I deeply admired his commitment uh, to the faith that he and I share. In uh, what God is doing for the world through Jesus and the Holy Spirit, so uh, uh, I uh, I'm thankful for that man's life. Well, he was known as uh, the he was known as the Pope's Rottweiler. Uh, he he kept the he kept the orthodoxy uh, uh, and and the uh, latest occupant of that chair. Uh, yeah. Uh, is is not exactly uh you know my well, cup of tea. <laughs> it's weird. It's it, okay. There's a reason that we don't usually permit Franciscans or Jesuits in the in the papacy. Um, you know, there's a good reason for this. But um, I oh, have. Wait, this... you're Irish. Are you also Catholic? <laughs> no, I am not. I am. Uh... <laughs> Actually, it's kind of funny. I'm going to be joining a sort of non-denominational church on the fifteenth of this month. Um, but I have a uh, deep admiration for the Catholic Church and a lot of sympathy for it. Well, and. You is know, that okay? <laughs> well, I mean, well, it, I, I'm it was, sorry. It, I was, it was it was the church in the West from you know uh, what 1054 when the the split uh, until you know for at least 500 years or so. So uh, it was. I mean, it was it was the church in, in mm-hmm. Western Europe. So there yes, it is. but you know, uh, uh, once again, this is a a man whose life that we can be thankful for. On yes. the other hand, uh, some of the other stuff that's been going on in the news for the past week. Um, <sighs> Kevin McCarthy, uh, <laughs> when I posted this uh, late in the uh, evening yesterday, uh, Kevin McCarthy still hadn't won the election yet. And I, I was pointing out that I was surprised 
at, at about eight or nine o'clock when I posted this, that he hadn't won yet because I expected him to win by right around six Oh nine, uh, yesterday evening, because that's when the moon was full. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, it was, a uh, a real Donnybrook. Um, uh, you know, usually, uh, yeah. the election of a speaker, the house of the speaker of the house of representatives is uh, usually a pro forma exercise since mm -hmm. the uh, majority, uh, the uh, if you are the, um, you know, if, if you're the, you know, if the minority wins the majority, then the leader of the former minority is obviously the next speaker of the house, but they had, uh, uh, about 20 rebels mm -hmm. uh, decide that they were going to make a thing. And the problem is, is that the majority is so slim uh, with uh, these 20 holdouts that they weren't able to get a majority yeah. uh, on day one. And this is important because until the speaker, until the speaker is chosen, okay, the members elect are not actually members of Congress. They can't be sworn in until <laughs> there is a speaker. Okay. That's mm -hmm. how the rules work. And so, and so for four days, um, beginning on the third and continuing until past midnight last night, uh, they voted and they voted and they voted <laughs> and they voted. And they, how many times have I said they voted? Because they kept voting <laughs> fifth. 15 ballots, <laughs> 15 ballots it took uh, before they finally elected uh, Republican Kevin McCarthy of California mm -hmm. uh, as the Speaker of the House. And it was, they were never going to elect anyone else, you know. Um, and I, you know, and I mean, I'm all for. Uh, you know, grassroots populism and, yeah. you know, screw the establishment, blah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But for, for four days to hold that in, uh, um, in the balance, it was something. Well, but uh, by the way, it sounds like the cat is uh, fondly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry, if, if when Xander wants, wants, he wants. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, there were some important things that the holdouts got. When Nancy, yep. when Nancy Pelosi was speaker, she ran the place with an iron fist. And one of the things she a did. A tiny iron fist. Uh, yes. Uh, but, and it was. Uh, but one of the. A she, gnarled and liver spotted fist. Well, yes. In any case, she had some of the rules changed one of the rules she got rid of was how many uh, uh, basically it took some huge number of uh, people to uh, challenge the speaker uh, mm -hmm. before she before she get that any one member could uh, start what amounts to a vote of no confidence going well guess what one of the things that the holdouts got as part of the deal and the rules package is supposed to be coming up on Monday. That rule is coming back. There's lots of other <laughs> things there. Uh, the ability to uh, offer uh, 
amendments, amendments on the, from the floor is coming back. And so basically what the Republicans have done is they've, they've uh, this, this group has forced a shift of rules back to the way the House operated for the first couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah people don't, uh, most people don't realize um, how bad Nancy Pelosi really was okay <sighs> and and the democrats themselves are, are are completely in denial about what uh nancy's rules changes uh did and and then they want to accuse us of course of we're the enemies of democracy election <laughs> deniers and insurrectionists and uh, uh but i i did note that uh uh, it was claimed the leader of the rebels, um, Matt, Matt Gates of Florida. Um, uh, it, it, Rolling Stone says, according to their sources, and you know, I, I grain of salt there, that he was upset because uh, Kevin McCarthy did not uh, strongly uh, support him when Gates was uh, accused of it. it. It was a sex scandal involving one of Gates' uh, close associates who has uh, just been sentenced to 11 years in prison. And the question of what uh, uh, Gates' involvement was kind of got dropped. But uh, uh, anyways, but I, as I said, um, you know, I'm... Um, I don't like Republican sex scandals. Republicans <laughs> should be the party of boring middle class married life. Let the Democrats well, yeah. have a mon you know. I don't know let the Democrats life. have a monopoly on the sex scandals. Yeah, I'm good with I that. I don't know about your middle class marriage, but mine was not boring in the least. Well, yes, well, but well, you were, but you neither of you had major sex scandals lurking in your closets, or at least I don't think so because I've met you and I don't think you're that kind of person. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, it's it's like uh, you didn't know me when I was young. Stacy, <laughs> Stacy, you I would believe pretty much anything of. I might oh, okay. stare at, I might kind of blink a few times, but I'd probably believe it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I mean, you know, I was, I was uh, just a good old boy, never meaning no meaning harm. no harm. Yeah, you know, but been in was, trouble with the law since the day you was born. Yeah, yeah, and, and so I don't know. What is this, James B. Lansing? What? Yes, uh, I, uh, one of the, uh, the, uh, one of the, uh, are you pondering? what I'm pondering this week. <laughs> I think so, Brain, but what if we nominate James B. Lansing for speaker? Uh, 18, oh, what was that? Oh, oh my goodness. I, I just good James B. Lansing. You The founder of the Lansing Manufacturing Company, which was bought out by all technical services and became... Uh, the merged company became Alltech Lansing. Then when he left th that company, he started James B. Lansing Sound Incorporated, which just <laughs> runs on his initials now. JBL. Yes. Uh -huh. JBL. James B. Lansing. You and your puns, man. You're well, just, you know, you was, need to be punished. I used to be their vice president of engineering. Yes, I know. Yes, yes, uh, yes. And, and that's it's, one of it's, it's an engineering joke, folks. It's it, a, it, well, you laugh. In any case, uh, the 
thing is, is that was the way I made my living. It was how I supported myself for 40 years oh, no. ago. But we support ourselves other ways nowadays, uh, don't we, Stacey? Yes. Tell the folks so, about the yellow button. So, so now is the uh, time of the program uh, committed to shameless capitalism, where I tell you that if you will go to my blog, theothermccain.com, you'll notice in the center, uh, near the top of the center column, uh, is a yellow button with the word donate on it. If you will click the yellow button, it will take you to my PayPal account where you can contribute dollars, pesos, euros, shekels, yen, any currency except Russian rubles, uh, to help support the blog, to help support this podcast, and, of course, to keep my wife happy because my wife likes it when I make money off this endeavor, and keeping my wife happy is job number one. Meanwhile, over at my good friend John Hogue's blog, hogwash.com. If you look in the sidebar over there, Right, you'll see the icon of a tip jar. Click on that, you'll be taken away to my PayPal account. Uh, although I'm exploring other ways to bring in money other than PayPal. Uh, and uh, but I do have a, a couple. Uh, if you click on the links to Amazon shopping, you can uh, buy stuff, and I get a small commission because I participate in the Amazon affiliates program. Uh, and if you click on the link to the Hogwash store, you can go there and buy all sorts of. Items. Let's just call them <laughs> items that are, have uh, branding on them somehow related to the blog. Regardless of how you choose to support us, oh, one other thing you can do is you can click on the uh, uh, DMCA contact uh, thing up on the, uh, my, uh, the menu bar. That'll take you to my actual snail mail address, so you can actually send me money. I'll take it that way. I, I really enjoy opening envelopes and, and, <laughs> find, and finding pictures of dead presidents. <laughs> Although I like dead postmasters general better. Uh, anyway, don't we uh, all? Uh, regardless of how you choose to support us, please remember the five most important words in the English language. Hit the freaking tip jar. Yes, please. You know, uh, you were speaking of uh, dead presents and um, and uh, because of the snow in Dece we had in December. Uh, oh. They they canceled. Um, you know, my my grandsons uh, James and Alex go to a church school, and and so, anyways, the um, they canceled their uh, Christmas play. Oh, yeah, and well, they postponed it, and we had it um, last night. Uh, last night at the um, at the church, and. Um, and it was so crowded. It was so crowded, uh, and and we had to fight uh, find a seat because uh, all the parents uh, that were there and and uh, I I went and uh, afterwards I talked to the principal. And I said, "Wow, I hear you got you know your your enrollment is way." Up. And I won't give you the number, but. Uh, he said yes, and I've got uh, six, uh, uh, you know, six more kids that are supposed to be visiting the school uh, next week. And I said, 
Am I to guess that this might have something to do with the epidemic of wokeness in the public schools? And he said, well, yeah, well, first it was the COVID uh, epidemic. Uh, But then, yes, he says, we're getting a lot of kindergartners because that stuff, and you know what stuff I'm talking about, is now in kindergarten in the public schools. Kindergarten. They're doing this crazy gender stuff in kindergarten. And parents are just like, uh, parents are looking around. And so the church school is the way to go. And so, you know, afterwards, you know, they had the basket, you know, the kids were holding the basket to, uh, (laughs) um, uh, to support, uh, you know, to, you know, you know, contributing to support that. And, uh, so uh, General Grant uh, made an appearance in the uh, in the, in there. So that's Excellent. that's my yeah yeah. Well, anyway, so that's what I'm saying. Hit the freaking tip jar. Yes. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, tw- there's Twitter. No. Oh no! Oh yeah, there's Twitter. Um, <laughs> so much Twitter. Yes, and. Uh, uh, we had a lot. Uh, they keep <sighs> dropping the Twitter files on us, you know. It's, yeah. I mean, and they have been piling up. And and the the uh, major media, by the way, except for Fox News, mm-hmm. uh, have completely ignored it. Uh-huh. Right? They, uh, uh, they, they want to pretend like there is nothing going on here. But the steady drip, drip, drip over the past few weeks has has uh, has been shocking. Mm. And uh, one of the things <laughs> that came out, uh, Matt Taibbi came out mm-hmm. and said uh, and reported that uh, behind the whole thing, what was driving this censorship? Was Hillary Rodham <laughs> Clinton? Da, 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 da. Da. <laughs> yeah, and and see what it goes back to. Where did where did all this censorship came from? Is it because think about it? Uh, nobody was getting banned before 2016, really. Oh. You know, and, and and so what started it? What was it that started it? Well, it was Hillary Clinton, oh. and. And the claim that the Russians had hacked her campaign and caused her to lose the election. No. And so, and so this is why we had all this. The FBI was basically uh, dictating policy uh, uh, to Twitter. Uh, and, um, and it's, and Matt Taibbi puts it this way until the end of, August 2017, uh, Twitter was on nobody's radar as a key actor in the Trump-Russia foreign influence scandal. By the second week in October, six weeks later, the company was being raked over the coals in the press as, quote-unquote, one of Russia's most potent weapons in the effort to promote Donald Trump over Hillary Clinton, quote-unquote, with Clinton herself adding, it's time for Twitter to stop dragging its heels and live up to the fact that its platform is being used as a tool for cyber (laughs) warfare 
end quote. Well, <laughs> oh my goodness, quoting, quoting from uh, Colin Crowell mm. uh, was the uh, vice president of, of um, uh, global policy. policy. Yeah, for global policy for the uh, for Twitter, and he sent <sighs> an email to Jack Dorsey in September, late September 2017, quote, Democrats also taking cues from Hillary Clinton, who in her What Happened book tour is pointedly talking about the role of Russian propaganda and dirty tricks that were pushed <gasps> through social media had in her demise. She was uh. specifically called out Facebook and other social media for not doing enough to address state-sponsored mischief in uh. the election. So the belief that she got cheated out of the White House because uh. of what some Russians were doing on Twitter, that's what led to all this uh, censorship. Do you know why that's you can show how that's completely untrue? <laughs> we just do a little thought experiment here. Uh, the Russians apparently spent a grand total mm -hmm. of $100,000 <laughs> on ads on social media in the yeah. United States. Okay. What do you think the advertising budget was for Hillary's campaign? I don't Go even... ahead. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's got to be three orders of magnitude at least. I mean, yeah. she, she had just spent at least a hundred million dollars. Right. So you're telling me that what tipped the balance was a hundred thousand dollars worth of advertising on, and, and some, and, and, and a few posts on Twitter. And some trolls. And, yeah. yeah. And some trolls. It's like, you know, I'm sorry that doesn't pass the sniff test. Or no, the laugh test, not. or any of the other tests. Yeah, it's like uh, show me the evidence. It might, well, it might Please, pass. It, show me the evidence. It, it might pass There the acid no Kool Aid test, but that would be the only one. Uh, can we never again mention the acid Kool Aid <laughs> test? <laughs> that was a San Francisco thing. Was wow. it ever? <laughs> well, anyway. Oh, you laugh. Well, anyways, but the. Um, But the thing is, is that if you think about, okay, a, a, a bot account or a Russian troll uh, pretending that, how, how much, how many followers did these bot accounts or, or troll accounts, these Russian spy accounts, how many followers did they have? What was their total reach? Well, the, that's, of, that was the reason for the advertising, because they would become advertised tweets, and so they would, you know, get mm. put up as advertising on. That was the only way they could get in traction. Right, yeah. right, right. And and so so if they spent, uh, and I don't know, you know, I you would have to show me what you're talking about. But the idea mm. that these accounts uh, and this hundred thousand dollars you were talking about. Mm -hmm. The idea that this somehow reached out to uh, undecided Millions. swing voters in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin. The idea that this uh, accounted for the fact that people didn't want to vote for that lying bitch. Well, I, you know, she's as corrupt as the day is long. And, you know, um, if you are not, we're not tuned in to the, uh, 
there were people who didn't like her. That was, she's extremely dislikable. But I could never convince my Democrat friends uh, how utterly corrupt and dishonest Hillary Clinton is. I could not do it. I had, I had too many friends from Arkansas who told me too many uh, first-person stories. Well, Got that. Well, let me throw this in here. And I, I ranted. I, I ranted at my twenty-year-old uh, daughter she was some, while she was home from college uh, uh, about this. Is <laughs> it? Is it? Um, did the um, okay? The idea, first of all, uh, that what happened to the DNC servers, right? Okay, mm-hmm. the the DNC email servers. The oh, idea yeah. that they were hacked by the Russians. Okay. Nope. Well, I haven't seen that proven, uh, but uh, but. I believe it was a leak and not a hack. And a deliberate one. Well, you know, Seth Rich is not around to confirm or deny what it was, so I'm going to just let that go, okay? I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the point is, what did the DNC oh. emails reveal? What was revealed in this quote-unquote hack, if you want to call it a hack? Oh, it was that Hillary Clinton's campaign had rigged the nominating process and had the fix was in at the Democratic National Committee. But everyone knew that. (laughs) To screw over Bernie Sanders. Okay. Why did Hillary lose Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania? Oh, that's right. It's because the Bernie bros were like, fuck you. Uh You, you screwed us over. And there were uh, many hundreds of thousands of, of, of people who had supported Sanders in the Democratic primary who mm-hmm. just didn't bother to show up on election day. Oops. And it was Hillary's own fault. Okay. Yeah. This was okay, this was the second time she lost the Democratic nomination, except the second time she cheated and stole it. Yeah. Um, you know, and so then when she fails to steal the election, oh, she's the victim. <laughs> you know, like like she was supposed to be. This was a coronation for the queen, and 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 for for this to lead to four years of investigations and two impeachments, all because Hillary lost. That's all it was about. All this rage against Trump. Oh, the January 6th insurrection, the greatest threat to democracy since ever. Bullshit. It's Mm -hmm. all about because Hillary couldn't accept defeat, period. I'm sorry. I I had to rant. Yes, you do. And you're right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's a a justifiable rant. Um, Yep. But that kind of corruption, though... uh, wasn't unique people. wasn't but it wasn't unique to Hillary it no. was pervasive throughout twitter well no it was pervasive Everywhere. throughout throughout the obama administration okay that it and it was and uh, it was pervasive through too many holdovers from the obama administration mm-hmm. and so we we see all the stuff that's that's coming out now about how the government has interfered at twitter and mm-hmm. uh, you know, more is going to come out because of of, of, uh, of people being copied on emails of that sort of stuff. Oh, look at this name of this 
from uh, Facebook or wherever uh, mm-hmm. is, 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 is part of this as well. So, you know, there's, there, there's a lot, uh, there's a lot going on here. The thing is, is uh, there was a lot of other nasty stuff going on at, at, at Twitter as well. And mm-hmm. Musk is trying to clean it up, but you know, the problem is too big uh, uh, for a solution. And that's causing me a problem. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, you use the word porn in your titles. <laughs> yes, but that, but that doesn't, but, oh, 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 but, yes. But that, but, but that, 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 that is not consistent about whether they let the tweets through or not. I got that. It just kills me because I've been I've been watching this you as you go through this, and I'm like, um, the hashtag is star porn, and I adore that hashtag. But every sing- I, I'm always I always hold my breath in the morning when I'm looking at your blog to see what happens. Oh, I didn't <laughs> realize that was what was causing it. You know, it's funny. Well, no, it isn't what's causing it. No, it because isn't. It isn't. Because it's because not it, because, consistent. Because Something else through, is going it goes through. on. No, uh, and I, I'm not going to say anything else further about it except to read my last post on the matter. Yes. Um, I'm just back from the post office. This was from Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. I'm just back from the post office where I sent a letter by certified mail to Twitter with a copy to Twitter's Maryland resident agent. The letter demands Twitter cease and desist from marking my tweets linking to hogwash astronomy posts with facially false sensitive material warnings. It also demands that Twitter shall preserve all documents, records, messages, and or data, whether hard copy or electronic, relating to the warnings attached to uh, my WJJ Hogue account. I consider the warnings defamatory. I'd like to be able to work with Twitter to resolve this issue. But given the company's stonewalling and lack of transparency so far, I am not optimistic about avoiding further escalation of the matter. I don't intend to have any further public comment on the warnings or this letter until I see Twitter's response or lack thereof uh, to my letter and review it with my counsel. Uh Uh-huh. So they have been duly warned. Well, they... uh, the uh, their resident agent uh, got the letter. Twitter, according to the postal service, will probably get the letter on Tuesday. I didn't we're going to be lucky if they get with all the rain they're getting. Well, we'll see what happens. <sighs> but there's good news, folks. Good news from Chicago of all places. <laughs> Uh, Given the unrelenting grimness (laughs) of the city's crime wave, 735 people were murdered in Chicago last year, and another 2,937 were wounded by gunfire, it's not often we hear anything positive, hopeful, and uplifting from Cook County. Uh But here's a reason to smile. (laughs) A carjacker was killed in the loop on Thursday evening when the victim fought back 
accelerated her car and slammed into a beam that supports the L tracks. Chicago police said, the Cook County Medical Examiner's Office identified the deceased man as 18-year-old Elijah Town Treadwell of Uptown. Treadwell and a 16-year-old female accomplice entered an Infinity FX 35 in the 100 block of Eastlake and tried to carjack a woman around 5.42 p.m., officials said. A struggle ensued, and the victim's car accelerated into the L support column near Ash Avenue, trapping the victim and both offenders inside, police said. Chicago Fire Department workers extracted everyone and took them to hospitals. Treadwell was pronounced dead at Northwestern Memorial Hospital. The female accomplice and the victim have both been stabilized, according to the fire department. And I illustrated this with a picture of Dirty Harry and quoting the famed inspector from San Francisco, (laughs) Harry Callahan. Well, I'm all broken up about that man's rights. (laughs) My finishing remark on that was, on the other hand, one less evil, young, invincible idiot out there carjacking the innocent well probably the problem is you uh, the uh, actual line you have there uh the bottom of uh, the uh, picture also explains why the guy wound up dead yeah a man's got to know his limitations a man's got to know. I, I love that whispering way that uh, uh clint eastwood has of a man's got to know his limitations that was the secret he always whispered, you know, <laughs> and it was very hoarse and, and sounded very masculine. Either that or he, the punk wasn't lucky. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. punk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dead criminals, man. By the way, uh, there's a video circulating on Twitter of a robber uh, waving a fake pistol around, a realistic yeah. looking fake pistol in a Takira a taco shop Taquiera. in uh, Taquiera in Houston. And, uh, <laughs> and the guy waited for his ambush opportunity. Have you, have you ever, uh, Diana Dealey, do you watch um, ASP uh, Armed Self-Protection or whatever it is? I watch, watch a number of different uh, channels yeah. like that because well, one of the heaven help is, us. It, one of the things in a situation like that, you got to wait for your ambush, your counterattack opportunity. Yes, and the guy do. goes past it and, you know, and, and he's got his back to him. And you see the guy whip out his pistol and it's bye-bye, Mr. Robber, man. Yep. And, uh, and by the way, the police in Houston are looking uh, for the uh, uh, man, the armed self-defender. <sighs> uh, I And Kurt Schlichter's advice to the guy tweeted, uh, uh, remain silent. Yes, yes. yes. You have do the right remain silent. silent. Yes. No, he just remain silent. Uh, uh, we've got uh, some more crime news. Well, yes, uh, this this is somewhat <laughs> stale news, as in, we're talking about the late 70s. Uh, Speedway bombings. Uh, Bert, uh, Brett uh, Kimberlin uh, has got a petition going at the Supreme Court. Back in 2018, he tried a couple of ways of attacking his uh, 
uh, speedway bombing convictions in the uh, district court in Indianapolis. That failed. So he went to the Seventh Circuit. That failed. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, he, it, one of the times he failed was uh, the actual failure occurred in the Seventh Circuit was January 6th uh, uh -huh. of last year. Well, January 6th of this year, his uh, petition for uh, uh, the, getting the thing into the Supreme Certiori. Court. Yeah, he, his... his uh, Patricia uh, Ari was uh, uh, up for review at the judge's justice yesterday. So, um, you know, uh, typically what happens is on the Monday after the uh, conference, you see orders relating to what they decided. Uh, mm -hmm. And of course, one of the things may be that they'll think want to think about it some more. Or they didn't get around to it because there was too much work. But it's uh -huh. entirely possible that on Monday we'll see an order about. Uh, whether the Supreme Court is going to take the appeal. Yes, and I, I expect so. that, that their notice will be L O L. Well, <laughs> let's just put it. Let's just put R O T M. Well, no, one of the one of well one of the reasons uh, why uh, the particular kind of uh, petition uh, that he had when the lower courts failed was um, you're only allowed to use because the. The, the courts want their judgments to be final. Right. And the only reason that his kind of petition would happen, uh, would, would work is if, you know, there were, uh, you know, clear error or something like that. Huh. Uh, but he, the, the thing is, is that, uh, he, um, but they, they, when there was some DNA evidence, uh, uh, uh problems a few years ago, Congress opened up a window for everybody who was still in jail uh, and for people who were already out of jail, uh, they opened up a, a window for like two or three years of you can, you can uh, file for this. And he waited like 10 years. So, you know, it's yeah, just, right. Even, even if he were entitled to it, he's too, he's too late. So right. uh, it's, you know, I like how you illustrated that with one of those timers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Tick tock. TikTok. Well, that's the same make and model he used. The MK, yeah. what, what's it called? It, it's a Mark Time Timer. A uh, Mark Time Timer, yeah. It's, it's a the, kitchen you know. timer. Yeah, by the way, uh, there's actually, a reward actually, for actually, information for whoever pipe bombs at the DNC and RNC. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, no, actually, it's a... I thought it's, I'd call this, them this, up. This, this timer is actually uh, one for... Uh, it has an electronic switch in it, so it's this is the one that they sell for dark... used to sell for dark rooms. Mm. Uh-huh. And so... And have, see, the switch was why you would use it for time bombs. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but anyway, so anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Yeah, by the uh, way, Brett's by the way, just crazy. I by the way, he was also, he also testified under oath in 2016 that he was part of uh, the uh, Department of Justice's operation uh. securing the election against Russian hacking. No, he wasn't. <laughs> well, maybe, who knows? We'll who see. knows? Uh, so, you know, he's crazy. Yeah. And crazy people are dangerous. Yes. And this story you got, you had, as soon as I saw it, I said, Stacey's going to jump on this one. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> have to thank Andy No for, for this one. He, I, I was surprised to see his byline in the New York mm. Post. But anyways, I illustrate uh, this week's post on crazy people are dangerous 
uh, with a, a, a picture of the fire crews fighting a blaze at a historic <sighs> church. And I, and I said, historic church burned by right-wing white supremacists. Just imagine the 24-7 coverage on CNN yeah. and MSNBC if that were the headline about the arsonists responsible for this crime. But that's not the headline, and the media are ignoring it because it's a transgender nut job. I quote the story from the New York Post. An arsonist, an arson attack that destroyed a 117-year-old church in downtown Portland, Oregon, this week has become a symbol of disorder in the city. Mm. Cameron David Storer, a trans woman, also known as <sighs> Nicolette Fate, was he has arrested. a beard. I know, I know. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. Uh, 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 Storer was arrested following an investigation by the Portland Fire and Rescue uh, Fire Investigations Unit. The 27-year-old is charged with two counts of first-degree arson, one count of second-degree arson, and two counts of second-degree burglary, all felonies. According to prosecutors, Storer walked into the, the Multnomah County Detention Center and confessed to setting the church on fire using a lighter. Quote-unquote, Storer stated that they, I'm <sighs> quoting it, Storer stated that they heard voices in their head saying they would mutilate Storer if they did not burn the church down and that they had planned it up to one day in advance. <sighs> uh, this is the district attorney's office in a press release, why they're using they as the pronoun. But anyways, <sighs> Storer allegedly told investigators she, I'm just, I'm, I'm just <laughs> quoting here, folks, was taking oxycodone and had a history of mental illness. Shocking! A transgender person with a with history the of mental illness. Uh, the church was built in 1905 and was originally known as the first German evangelical church, but it had later been uh, taken over by a Korean congregation. Mm -hmm. Anyways, um, uh, Storer's last known address is in Rhode Island, uh, and where he, uh, she, whatever, they have an eviction notice against her, him, they, whatever. But as I say, crazy people are dangerous. I take it to saying I have a Y chromosome. <laughs> Govern your grammar accordingly. Yes, well, anyways, I hear the uh, boogie-woogie piano in the background, which tells us we're nearing the end of the podcast. We will be back <laughs> next, uh, week? next Saturday at 7 p.m. Uh, we're going to have to uh, go through a, a full verse here uh, to fill this out. But yes, you can find my good friend John Hogue's blog, hoguash.com. And, and Stacy's blogging at theothermccain.com. And it's time to say good night. Good, good night, then. Good night, y'all, and we'll see you next Saturday. All right.